Ladies and gents, today we're talking about should you really take that TSP loan that you want to take? I know you want to do it, but please, please, please watch this entire video before you do so you know what you're getting into before you do it. So if you're new here, so good to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner, CFP, who works with federal employees every single day. And I absolutely love it to help you guys retire confident, get the most out of your benefits, all that good jazz, which I talk about in all of these videos. Okay, let's talk about the TSP and getting a TSP loan. So on paper, a TSP loan sounds great, right? It's like, look, I could go get a loan from a bank. They're going to charge me 9% um, and I'm going to pay that back over time. Or I can just borrow from my thrift savings plan and I pay myself back with interest over time. But the money goes into my account so I'm paying myself. That sounds wonderful. I'll do that, right? What's the downside? Is there any catches? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, on paper, TSP loans sound really good. In practice, it can really, really hurt your retirement depending on how you do it, okay? So before we go into whether or not you should, we have to understand some of the context. So let's talk through the different types of TSP loans and what the rules are. So first and foremost, the very minimum amount you can do for a TSP loan is $1,000. You can't do 50 bucks, 100 bucks. It's got to be at least $1,000. That's the minimum. And the maximum depends on how much you put into the TSP over time. Basically, there's a few more rules, but basically, you can take up to half of what you've contributed into the TSP over the course of your career. Okay? Up to half, with um, the max being $50,000. Okay? Generally speaking, the max is 50 grand. So that's that's kind of the range. It's anywhere between a thousand to fifty grand is what you can take out. And there's two types of TSP loans. You can take just a general purpose, which you generally have to pay back between one year and five years, or you can take out what they call a primary residence loan, which, as it suggests, you have to use that for either a, the building, the construction of, or the purchasing of a primary residence. And for that loan, you have to get documentation to prove the money is going to that sort of thing. Okay. For that sort of loan, you generally have a longer period to pay it back between five and 15 years, depending on how much you take out. Okay. So those are the different types, but regardless of what type doesn't make sense. Well, actually, before I get there, we have to know there's a fee to taking out the loan for a normal loan. It's $50, five, zero, $50 for a a um, residence for your primary residence loan, it's $100. So honestly, the fee is minimal for taking a TSP loan, basically zero for taking it. However, is that the only cost of a TSP loan? And the big answer is no, 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 no. The biggest and most devious cost to a TSP loan is when the money is not in there when it's out buying a primary residence or whatever, whatever it's doing, whatever you spent it on, it's not in the TSP growing. It's not in the TSP growing. So let's say the money is out because you wanted to buy that vacation or whatever it is, right? Insert whatever you want to spend it on here. Um, the money's not in there growing, which short term doesn't seem to make a big difference, but long term makes a massive, massive difference, okay? Some people might have just so much in their TSP, like, look, I'm never gonna need all of that. I'll just use a little bit now to enjoy life. Hey, I respect that. However, most people aren't in that situation of just having so much money, they, they don't know what to do with it, 
okay? Most people need all that money to be growing, to compound and grow over time. Now, here's the deal. I, I guess one thing I didn't mention so far is you do pay interest on TSP loans. However, the interest rate is set at whatever the G fund is returning. Right when I'm recording this, about 3.6% something. Um, but that varies over time. So by the time you're watching this, by the time it comes out, it's good, it might be different. So you do pay interest on it, but it's paid again into your own TSP account. Okay. Um, so keep that in mind. Now, this is, even though I hate the fact that the money that you take out isn't growing in the TSP, this is probably, this next reason is the biggest reason why I I just don't like TSP loans as a general rule. And the reason is it's, it's bad principles. It's bad principles and this is why. Because your retirement funds should be for retirement and you having to pull money out of there for something right now while you're working is bad habits. It means that you're probably spending too much money now based on what you're currently making and it's just not enough to cover stuff that's coming up, right? There's always exceptions to that. I get it. I get it. Don't don't kill me in, in the comments below. There's exceptions where something comes up you couldn't have possibly predicted. However, one of the biggest things we need to be doing now is not spending everything we make now right? If we spend everything we take home from our paychecks now, then yeah, when something comes up, you're going to be forced to go somewhere else, right? But ideally, you live within your means and you have an emergency fund. You've got all these different checks and balances so that you don't have to go to your TSP. If you have all the basics in place, which I know not everyone's there yet, that's fine. Just do the best with what you where you're at. All these things should help you to avoid the TSP because again, it's bad principles. It generally is a bad habit to go looking for a, just a big you know, withdrawal from your TSP or a big TSP loan to solve all your problems. Right? In reality, often we have, to, we have to fix the spending problem and the lack of saving problem, right? Um, lack of emergency problem. We have to solve those problems. Those are the underlying things. And if we don't solve them, getting a TSP loan will just be a little band-aid over it. And it won't actually fix the problem, right? So again, that doesn't apply to everybody, but keep that in mind is it, I see the cycle where people get a TSP loan, they start paying it off and then something else comes up and they haven't actually fixed the underlying problem that causes the need for the TSP loan in the first place. Okay, so keep that in mind. Obviously, there's exceptions to all of these. I've seen great TSP loan uses. I've seen terrible ones. You got to find the situation and the plan that that works for you. And so at the end of the day, if you can fund whatever you're trying to fund without a TSP loan, please try to do that. Um, At the end of the day, the TSP loan is probably better than a 9% loan from your bank. It's probably better than that. Um, But ideally, we can do something else, um, which is generally just fund it with your paychecks. That would be nice. Just from your normal income, be able to fund whatever you're trying to do or have an emergency fund to cover these sort of things that come up. So I hope that's helpful. Um, Again, I'm sure there's more to talk about when it comes to TSP loans, some of the details, but I wanted to give you um, a a shortened version so you have the information you need to make a decision and to go from there. So have a great day. I'll see you guys next time.